This is an ultimate global podcast. Hello, and welcome to our special weekly podcast on trending international and social affairs. You're listening to Saurabh Kora and George Mavros from Sydney. A very good evening to everyone to the Ultimate Global Podcast special episode on global affairs and people's stories. And today we are talking about a topic which I guess is a relevant topic to all the organizations and anybody who is working uh, in different organizations, different companies around the world want to know what's the importance of a strong leadership? What's the importance of having effective teams? A lot of the times we keep on talking about these elements of being empathetic um, or having different soft skills when you are acting as a leader or having various technical skills as well to make sure that your teams are performing well and they are meeting their targets, be it monthly or quarterly. So to discuss this topic, we have got Piyush Vasan, who is the head of technical consultancy from Condaco Software. And he's joining me. Guess where? He's joining me from Paris and I'm in Sydney. So I'm sure that this time zone difference is uh, something which we should definitely talk about because two different countries, two different cultures, and so many different things. I'm looking forward to speak with you, Piyush. Thank you so much, sir, for having me here. I really, really appreciate uh, the time and 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 the patience that we have got uh, to um, to actually convert the time zones into in, into our time to be able to because the two countries are are definitely far apart. It's approximately eight and nine hours difference there, uh, which which makes it difficult for us to be able to understand well which time would suit you. Probably, I don't want to be quite late for you and it should not be too early for for me as well um but but thank you so much uh well um it, it's been a pleasure um, reading about the the UGB postcards and um, and hearing stories from uh, from from different thought leaders as well. I I have read quite a few uh, and 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 listened as well. So it's 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 uh, it's a great platform for me as well to share my my stories and my opinions um, with the with the audience that 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 actually listens to UGP podcast. Absolutely, that's why I thought of calling you because I think that you have a lot of experience in uh, in the industry and you can bring in those key insights, which especially me as a young person would love to know. And there are so many people who might have just entered into the industry, might want to become future managers or future leaders or who are currently a manager or leader in their company and want to know some insights from other person. So what do you have to say? What are the key elements of a strong leadership to begin with, according to you? Well, I think uh, the, the first thing that being a leader <clears throat> is is to be kind to your people. I mean, you're a leader, people look up to you and you, you, you have to be kind to them. You have to be empathetic, as you've mentioned. Um, uh, at the, the first thing on the on this podcast that being empathetic is one thing. So, so leader are, are usually are kind as possible they can be. I mean, uh, you you have your own moods at, at times, but you should not lose your lose your cool at any point of time, which is the main, most important aspect and element of of being a leader. Um, you 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 can't be rude to people. I mean, people as, as I've mentioned, people look up to you and. And they want to follow you, and they would follow your steps again. And if you are, plan to um, to upbring people's skills, or probably you won't, you plan to make a few leaders, uh, 
you have to you have to make them realize that kindness is 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 one thing that 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 go long way. I mean, even if you're probably in one company and you move in a different company altogether, people would still want to follow you, and 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 that's what what the leadership is all about. You you take care of your people and you take care of those people. Um, even you you have left the organization, and and I think in my experience as a, as a as a whole as a manager, um, it, it struck me quite late. Um, I mean, when when I was uh, when I when I initially became a manager, I was um, I'll be very honest. I'll be I'm a very transparent guy. I don't I don't mind speaking the truth because that's that's the most important aspect of being a leader as well. When when I when I actually became a leader, not a leader but a team lead, I I was in um, on cloud nine. I was like, okay, I'm going to manage a team now, so I can do whatever I I, I can. And I actually did that, which which was the biggest mistake of my life. I was um, I was dictating things. I was telling people that they should they should be doing this and and not giving time and space to people, which I realized later on in my life and actually understood what the leadership means. I mean, it, it was three years of my being a team lead experience. Um, when I never thought how how kindness can help, how friendliness can help people, you need to be empathetic, which which I never understood during during my tenure at that point of time. But but I I, I learned things my way. I understood that if you want to understand people, you you have to be in their shoes. You you just can't be telling them that what exactly is required needs to be done. And then I learn things from from different people. I, I follow different leaders all together around the around the globe, and and I and actually learn that empathy actually can help. And I and I changed myself, and 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 that was the turning point of my life really. When when I realized, well, if you want to be a good leader, you you have to be empathetic. You you have to understand people more. Um, I mean, you definitely need to take care of the business as well. But before business, it should be people. I, I like being a people manager. I like talking to people. I like understanding their their pain areas, and I and I and I love it when I'm able to solve their queries as well. And they are happy. The smile on their face that actually makes my day, um, which 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 makes which makes me uh, think that I'm a successful person as 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 well because I'm able to impact one person a day. I may be able to impact multiple people um, in, a, in a month as well. So, so that makes me um, a successful person as, as or a probably successful leader as a whole as well. Leadership actually are, 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 is, is, a, is not a very complex topic, but it's a very vast thing to do because um, there are different types of leader. There are typical, uh, I would say, uh, the leaders who uh, who have been, or probably are traditional leaders, who who know what what are things, and and they just tell tell you, well, this is our goal, and this is how we need to achieve. And there are servant leadership as well, which is coming across, and it's it's a new thing that, that that's that's coming across, and it, it it's a fantastic thing to adapt. Basically, I mean, I I have a lot of uh, uh, people. Um, on LinkedIn, who I follow, um, where they actually talk about servant leadership, and that's where I learned that you, being a servant leader, it, it can help you grow as as a person. It's a slow process in 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 making an impact, but it actually makes a huge impact, and that actually feels good to your heart as well. And while being a servant leader myself, I would call myself as a servant leader because I I, I put people first and later things. After that, because it, it makes me realize um, that business would definitely flourish if you are making your people happy. Um, if you talk about the customer, 
um, they are going to be pissed off at times. They are going to be happy at times as well. But if your people yourself are not happy, you, you would not be able to convert those unhappy customers uh, into the light one as well. So the first thing you need to do is you need to take care of your people. You need to be kind to your people. You need to make sure you understand their pain areas. You need to understand how how what is an impact on their daily life when 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 you are there for them. And if if you're not reachable to them, they they probably would feel disconnected and they probably would not reach out to you for their problems and they would probably feel. Um, you, you probably are not a people person and there's no one listening to you. So they would consider you not as a leader, but more of a boss. And when you become a boss, then the distance is 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 there. If the distance is there, you probably would not be able to connect to people. And if you can't connect to people, you probably would not be able to touch their hearts and, and you probably would not be able to make an impact. So leadership is all about making an impact through kindness and empathy. That is that is my opinion um, on a servant leader. And I think that's that's the most important aspect where uh, servant leadership is, is being termed as the new up, upgrowing or probably growing um, leadership type now, nowadays. And, and I think there are a lot of books that people can read. There are a lot of, um, uh, I think, uh, audio books as well and, and probably blogs that people are writing. Um, and, and I think everyone should go ahead and read it once to understand what exactly it means and how it feels as well. I think these are really key insights, uh, Piyush, that you have just shared with us in terms of being a people's leader, putting yourself in uh, the other person's shoes. Pretty much similar to what we say in the sales process as well, since I'm in sales and marketing, when we talk about putting yourself in the customer's shoes and then trying to sell the product. And similarly, you are saying that putting yourself in your employee's shoes, trying to understand what they are going through and then taking a decision so that you actually take a decision for your people and you put your people first before money or, you know, before your financials. A lot of people, you know, leaders don't understand that. But another thing, maybe what we would like to touch upon here is the other term that is the effective teams. How do you think these two terms of strong leadership and effective team go hand in hand? Do you think they go hand in hand or do you think they don't have any correlation? Because if you are a strong leader, of course, it might mean that you have an effective team but it might not also mean that you have an effective team because a strong leader might give you, might not give you a good result immediately. It might take some time. Um, as we say in a lot of startups as well, in a lot of other places as well, we have strong leaders, but sometimes the, the teams are not that effective. They're not producing good results. So how do you see the correlation between strong leadership and effective teams? It, it, it absolutely is is correlated to each other. Uh, why I'm saying that? Because a strong leader um, has a vision, has a goal, and, and that vision and goal has to be imparted into the teams. He should be able to tell the teams that what exactly we need as a team and not as a leader. We so so you are part of a team basically. You're not if you if you're being a leader, you if you not consider yourself as part of team, then there's no real effectiveness in within the team as well. So you have to motivate the team members. You have to let them have that space you let you need to let them have that 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 mindset that what exactly you why, why what is the work what what way what are you going to achieve here so if you tell them clearly the risk roles and responsibilities i think people can actually um be as effective as they can be i mean people usually say that i'm doing 100 percent of my work but they're not putting in 100 percent effort at all because they're putting 50 percent of it because they're not even sure why exactly he's doing that or she's doing that kind of a job when I mean, they should they should understand the reality that okay well we we as a team has one goal to achieve so they should they should be a teamwork 
where the leaders actually fail having an effective team is when they started micromanaging people. That is the worst thing that can happen. I mean, as a startup company or, or in a startup company, everyone understands their roles and responsibilities. Everyone understands that, okay, well, this is your part of the job. You have to deliver it because no one really has time to look into your your day, how exactly you're delivering it. So so that's a positive state of the startup. And also in a negative aspect as well, because you, you can't spend more time. So there has to be kind of a balance with, with, with the leader and also the team as well. You need to let the team know that you're there. You probably would be there to guide you, to coach you, but you should not get involved in their daily activities. I mean, I've been in support for like 13 years. Six years, I would say, I have been involved within the team altogether, telling them that this is you need to do or probably you don't need to do. But when I stepped back and and and, and told them like, this is your responsibility and you have to make sure that you deliver it. I don't care how you do it. I don't know. I will be there if you need any help. And that has actually changed the mindset and changed the way we were delivering results to the company. It has actually made a huge impact because some people don't want to follow the orders and some, some people need that to, to know like, okay, well, I want to know and how should I do it? So you need to understand the balance of the of, of people, and you probably would have the mix of of every every kind of a person in your team who would need help on a regular basis and who would not need help, and they just want to be left alone to do their work. So, so to 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 conclude on the effectiveness on the team, you need to understand that you don't you can't micromanage people, but you need to be there to coach them and also to make sure that you you are making a balance on the team to understand what kind of people you have and how exactly they need to be feel motivated. So you need to have regular one-to-ones. I'm not saying regular one-to-ones on the basis of, okay, well, I need to check with you um, how much you have probably done your work, but to want to want to understand the motivations, the problems, the issues, and how we can help you. So the question that comes comes out at the last where um, a leader asks their employees, how can I help you to achieve the goal? It actually makes an impact and, and you need to hit hit the right chord with 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 with, with your with your people basically. So again it, it comes out to be the servant leadership with which I will talk about again. But this this makes a lot of sense with being a strong leader and, and have an effective team. You you need to hit the right balance, not micromanage, but be there for the team to coach them and guide them accordingly. Um, again I think you have touched based upon some really good insights as I just told before as well. So in addition to empathy, you talked about having a clear vision. You talked about defining accountability. You talked about clearly defining the roles and responsibilities for your team members, for your managers, so that they know what they are doing. Now, there are a lot of challenges also uh, when you are doing these things, when you are assigning different roles to different people. Sometimes they might not understand it fully. Maybe you are interpreting in a different way. They are interpreting in a different way. Um, so there can be a challenge of miscommunication. There can be a challenge of, uh, uh, you know, lack of vision in terms of how you're able to, uh, you know, how you're communicating to your team members. So that's, I think, very important. Communication plays a major role and defining accountability for every team member and setting Thanks. up some, uh, setting up some um, goals for every short period of time. What do you think on that part? This is a very important topic to discuss because um, why I'm saying that when uh, 
when I when I when I joined Aircall as a global director, uh, initially I was managing a team uh, within India, and it was the team was actually sitting in India, and I was just managing people who who were of my culture and probably my ethnicity as well. So it was easy to uh, to understand and help and and tell them what exactly is the goal and the vision and how exactly we're going to achieve it. But when you get an option to 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 manage a diverse um, um, culture where you you have people coming in from India, you have people coming in from from Paris, Spain, Germany, um, U.S. U.S. have is is a huge huge country, and I think there are multiple nationalities and multiple diversities within the U.S. as well, and then Australia. I mean, all parts of the world are 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 together, and 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 the, and you need to communicate the 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 goal and the vision. It was a challenging part for me because I, I could not really understand at first how how would I go about giving directions? How would I go about telling them that I probably need your help? Because uh, every every culture takes um, or probably understands things at their their own way. They perceives the picture differently as well at times. And at times you need to communicate um, not in a diplomatic way, but in a way that no one should get hurt. And and I was failing at that initially, but then I realized um, there there has to be small groups to be created, not within the team, but so so they they can actually be communicated separately. And they at times people are not comfortable talking about the problems or the issues in, in a whole huge group. So you probably would need to speak to different people at different times. So I, I started having a chat with different people within Paris. I started having chat with people in the US and and then um, in, in, in Australia and India as well. Um, but I was spending too much of time doing doing that. So we decided to structure the team in a, in a way so we can deliver the information to the team leads who are more mature. Um, in a way to to understand what exactly the goal is, and and then they can share it with the, with the team members. So so we decided to um, to hire team 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 leads in the U.S. in Paris and in and and in and in India as well, who who could um, take care of their employees or uh, who could take care of the teams separately to communicate the right vision and 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 right thing. We were always there. Uh, while well, the things are being communicated, so we can add more information in case anything is being missed. But, but my my idea was to to have the teams deliver the information and the news that is coming across in their own way into their teams. So it should not be challenging in a way about. Um, see, I'm I'm one guy. I have I have one style. I may be able to add two styles to my my communication, but I can't have multiple styles. So I. Uh, to add a communication, uh, if I need to um, give a diverse information or probably in, an information that is like global, then it's a it's something which I would probably tell them about it. If if there's some discussion that is going to happen, then we probably need some more time. And with, with the whole group of forty people, it's it's it was really impossible. So we started creating different groups for different team members, and and then we were imparting information. The the, the clear information was was being imparted through um, the the clear information is. Uh, when when we say the communication needs to be very clear, it's the choice of words you need to say. The choice of words should should not should have an impact, but the choice of words should not be um, something which is a, a technical jargon for 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 different culture altogether. I mean, if being in Paris, the most the, the problematic problematic thing was the language. I mean, there are people who speaks English perfectly fine, but there are people who understand that 
I mean, not not great, but yeah, I mean, they they were not very comfortable in speaking in in in, in English as well. So I'm, I I don't speak the language, so that was the communication gap was there as well. So so that's why we decided to have multiple layers and then middle management in in between to to help the team um, to grow the team further as well. I mean, the, the communication was definitely something that we 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 want to, and I'm still learning um, uh, how an effective communication can help the teams and um, to impart the goals and responsibilities. But documentation is something which is very important. So if you if you if you're not a great communicator over um, over a call or or or, or being um, kind of a stand-up guy over there. Um, I think then you probably need to be one guy who can document things um, on on a paper or probably on a on a on a web page, and 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 share it with the team and they and they can come back to you for any questions and answer later on as well. That's a tip basically for for the leaders. Uh, I mean, documentation is something which which I have learned the hard way, which is very important. Um, but I think it's 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 super important to have the documentation of everything that you that you do, that you everything that you probably want to achieve, and and of course the goals and responsibilities that we talked about is as important as it could be. Yeah, I think those are really critical points to talk about, especially the documentation part, and also the part that you said that how important it is for people to work in diverse teams. You know, there are a lot of challenges when you're working in diverse teams. And people are from different languages, different countries, different backgrounds. They might not understand your language. You might not understand their language. Or, you know, they might be different in your accents. But that's how you learn. Uh, that's yeah. how you come out of your comfort zone as well. So uh, when we are back in India, when we are back in our home country, we are just used to our kind of people. Yes. And the moment we come out, we kind of come out of our comfort zone. Because now we have to maybe learn a new language, maybe, uh, you know, increase our skill set so that like, we can match with others. So that's kind of uh, also making us learn new things as well. So exactly. before we end this session, uh, Piyush, you know, one of the things that I'm sure definitely everyone who is listening to this will want to take away from is what are some of the top traits that a strong leader should have? We have talked about a lot of them. Um, but if you can, you know, list three or four top traits for a strong leader and also anybody who might be joining as an employee in a, any organization, how can he or she become an effective team player so that they are contributing towards uh, building an effective team and contributing towards, you know, the end goal for that particular team, be it an engineering team or a marketing team or a sales team. Right. I mean, as as a leader, I have I've always um, <clears throat> looked upon people who who are my seniors in uh, in around the world and not in a single company. But I think a leader is the one who actually drives the culture. The culture is the most important aspect for for anyone as a new employee or probably an employee who's joining. So the comfortable zone that the the employee should be in, they they should be they they can only achieve it through kindness i think the empathy is the most important one uh, within the leadership that that actually um, can help the team can help the team members can help anyone around in the world as well and and kindness never killed i mean it never hurts anyone as well so two most important characteristics i would say should be um, should have the kindness and the empathy strong vision is 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 also as important as as it can get as well because without a vision the leader is, is is probably uh a team player i mean a team player is is de definitely one of the aspects but they should have a strong vision they should have a goal uh that they need to they need to 
show it to the team what exactly what 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 would what it looks like to be um in in a different um, um shoes altogether but i think um these these three things would uh, would combine together and